Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super, super excited to share today's episode with you. Welcome, welcome. Make sure that you are subscribed to the Business Beauty Network podcast wherever you're listening. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It's free. And share, 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 sharing is caring. So if you know someone who would benefit from this awesome content, please share it. Also, we are now on YouTube at Biz Beauty Network. So check out our YouTube channel. You can actually listen to this episode on YouTube and watch it and watch it live there. So check us out there. We will be dropping some of the episodes on YouTube as well as the Midweek Beauty News episodes will always be on YouTube on every other Wednesday. So make sure you connect with us there. If you have any questions or suggestions for the podcast, you can email us at hello at businessbeautynetwork.com. Also, have you checked out our new website? We have an awesome new website, businessbeautynetwork.com. Check it out and let us know what you're thinking. You can watch the video there. You can listen to the podcast there. You can contact us there as well. So definitely check that out. But now that all of that is out of the way, I have an awesome, awesome episode in store for you. Holly K's Midweek Beauty News is today, and she has dropped some awesome, awesome content for us. It's such a fun episode, and I think it's a great fun spin to um, have to the Business Beauty Network podcast, because I know it could be a bit business, but Holly's episode is fun. So I really hope you guys are enjoying it. Like I said, email me or DM me in, on in Instagram and let me know what you're thinking. My Instagram is I am Brandy Taylor. So at I am Brandy Taylor. Connect with me there. And you can also connect with Holly at underscore Holly K on Instagram. So connect with us both. Let us know how you're enjoying this content and make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. But now that all of that is out of the way, here is the midweek beauty news with Holly K, where she shares everything beauty, fashion, and trends. Welcome back to Midweek Beauty News with Holly K, where we cover beauty, fashion, and trends. I have really been enjoying talking about the latest within the hair, beauty, and fashion world, but I would not be doing my part as an esthetician if I did not take the time and take an episode to talk about your skincare routine and your skincare health. Now, I do feel like there's been a big shift within the industry for skincare. It seems like every time we turn around, somebody's coming out with this skincare line and there's a pros and cons to that. However, everybody I feel is paying more attention to their skin. So I am excited about that. I feel like the shift happened around the pandemic because of course we were dealing with masking. People had more time on their hands. So they wanted to pamper themselves and treat the, their skin a little bit better. Um, and then people were not able to see their skincare specialist or their esthetician. So that really made people kind of pay attention to their skin health and start thinking about what things they needed to do at home so they had a good regimen. Now, unfortunately, I will not be able to give you an individualized plan, of course, for your skin. I do highly recommend checking with the esthetician so that they can analyze your skin and recommend products for your skin type and the conditions that they notice in your skin to help you achieve whatever goal you're wanting to achieve. But I am going to recommend some things that I feel that you should make sure you have ideally for a good skincare regimen at home, be that you have one already or that you don't. As a professional makeup artist, and licensed esthetician, I can never just separate the two. And it does kind of give me an 
edge because, or an advantage, because when I'm analyzing somebody's skin, even for a makeup application, I can really tailor the products that I'm using for them. It really helps me to educate my clients and help them to understand that in order to have that application that you're wanting to, or the payoff with the application that you would like with your makeup, you've got to take care of your canvas. So first things first, let's be honest. Who has a good skincare routine? Not just a bar of soap. Not just, I'm going to splash some water on here. Not just, I'm going to use this makeup wipe and call it a day. But are you actually doing something? Maybe you have a good skincare routine, but you're like, you know, I don't know if these products are really ideal. Or am I using the right products? Should I be using something else? And that is totally okay. Because sometimes you do have to kind of revisit what you're doing and maybe change some things up. So first things first, let's talk about what healthy skin should look like. So healthy skin is skin that has like a nice little bounce to it. It's got a little glow to it. It looks healthy. Um, and you have to pay attention to more than just products. You have to pay attention to your lifestyle, the foods you eat, things you drink or smoke. Those can affect your health. But ideally, your skin should have a nice balance of both the oils and water in it and your barrier. So your skin, the outer layer of your skin shouldn't be compromised. So if you're using something that's too harsh or too abrasive or rough on your skin or maybe the wrong products that can what we call compromise your uh, barrier. And so when that happens, you're going to see like maybe you have some type of reaction, you're sensitive or your skin has been sensitized by something. Um, it might feel rough. So there are a few different factors. And then when we think of a routine, you want to have something in place where how you're treating your skin to maintain it um, in the condition or the state that you would like it to be in. And again, I would recommend a good starting place would be seeing an esthetician. And if you're not at that place just yet, starting to have some staples that you're using at home and then maybe work yourself up to seeing a professional to further help guide you. Now, when you have a skincare routine, the one thing I would recommend before even putting any products on your face is washing your hands. Yes, although you're going in with a cleanser, please wash your hands before you touch your face. Then having a cleanser. So a cleanser that's going to help remove any impurities, any products that you have on the face. Um, even if you feel like I didn't wear any makeup or put anything on, you still should wash your face. As soon as you step out into the world, step out inside, outside, guess what? There's pollution and things in the air that is now on your skin. So you want to remove that every night. And then in the daytime or when you wake up, before you get started, you may not need um, anything as in-depth as what you would do at night, but you should still have a routine where you're cleansing your face. Now, for those who have a cleanser, if you wanted to step it up a notch, you can implement what's called a double cleanse. So a double cleanse is where you use an oil-based cleanser for your first cleanser. That cleanser is going to be really good at breaking up any products you have on your face. So that's makeup, SPF, moisturizer, again, any environmental toxins that are on your skin. You would do that first, and then go in with another cleanser that is more specific to what your skincare needs are and use that. Now, with cleansers, don't rub in too harshly. You don't want to feel like I needed to tingle to know that it's working. <laughs> different cleansers have different things. Of course, you want to look at the ingredients. Um, again, you want to consider what things you're trying to target. That'll kind of help you determine which ingredients to use. Uh, but 
nothing too harsh, guys. The next thing you would, could implement into your routine is exfoliants. So if you're not ready, you don't have to start. You could just do cleanser, moisturizer. Maybe that's your first step. But if you're like, hey, I got a good little routine. I think I could add this step in. Do a, um, an exfoliant. So with exfoliation, you're going to exfoliate two to three times a week. And if your skin is more sensitive or you're dealing with something like rosacea or maybe eczema, you may not be able to do that at that time um, until you get your skin in a state where it's a little bit stronger or a little bit more resilient. Now, the biggest thing with exfoliants, you want to make sure that that exfoliant isn't anything too harsh or abrasive because if it is, what it can actually do is put little tears in your skin. So one exfoliant, I'm going to put out there to say it. That has a lot of people in a chokehold. And I'm hoping, you know, it's not, but I still see people grabbing for it. It's St. Ives. Please do not. I know it's very affordable. It's, I guess, popular because people feel like when they use it, they get the results of a nice, smooth skin. And yes, that's true. It might feel that way. But then in a few days... You feel like, hey, my skin's a little rough again. So I'm going to go back in with that St. Ives and I'm going to use it again. The exfoliants that are in that product are actually not a nice, smooth, or spherical exfoliant. So you want something that has like nice, smooth spheres, um, no rough or jagged edges. And because St. Ives has things in there that are rough and jagged, they're actually causing tears in the skin, which allows moisture in your skin to escape which now means your skin is not in a healthy state. And then that's why you start to feel the roughness on your skin. So let's eliminate St. Ives from our cabinets, okay? Okay, I'm not trying to put them out of business, but we want to take care of our skin, okay? After cleansing and then exfoliating, you could then go in with a mask if you would like. And for a mask, up to 10 minutes is where you'll see the most benefit. So be that it's a mask that you apply or a sheet mask and relax. Enjoy your mask time. Put you on some music, lay down, force yourself to be still, okay? And after removal of your mask, it's so a mask again. You don't have to do it every day. It could be something maybe you do once a week or whatever, once or twice a week. Have you a special day just for you to do just that. And then after that, serums, if you're going to implement serums, um, and then we know there are a lot of different serums, um, depending on how highly concentrated it is, it will determine how effective it is. So a lot of different price points of uh, different brands at different price points have come out with different products that can fall into all of these categories. So just because it is um, easily attainable or very affordable doesn't mean it'll be as effective. It doesn't mean it's necessarily a horrible product. But if you're wanting a better results or more noticeable results, just know that you might have to spend a little bit more to get what you're wanting. And then you would put on your moisturizer after that. So when it comes to serums and moisturizers, serums first, and then your moisturizers. You're going to go from your lightest product to your heaviest product. Now, if you have oily skin, yes, you should still wear moisturizers. Don't um, try and strip your skin of the extra oils that you have in your skin because believe it or not, if you start to try to strip it of all the extra oils, your body's going to start to overproduce because it's going to be like, hey, we're missing some things. We need some more. So yes, you need moisturizer. Yes, you need hydration, even if you have oily skin, okay? And if it is the daytime, you want to make sure you wear SPF. 
even if you're not going laying on the beach or riding bikes or taking a walk in the park or going to the music park, you should be wearing SPF. Think of it like this. One is going to protect your skin from the, um, the rays from the sun. The rays from the sun are strong enough to even penetrate through your office window, through your car window. And if you are somebody who is trying to treat hyperpigmentation or you have dark marks or blemishes, if you're using products to help brighten those areas and kind of fade those dark marks, and then you don't wear SPF, all your hard work is gone down the drain. So you want to make sure you're implementing something into your routine that is going to help protect the skin and all of your hard work. So if SPF would, of course, be in the daytime, not at night. You don't need to protect yourself from the moon, okay? <laughs> so let's review. Wash your hands. You're going to cleanse. Moisturize. SPF in the daytime. This is just like the bare minimum. And the same for night, but you can add in a few steps. And if you're somebody who wants to kind of step it up all around, then we could do a little bit more. So that might look like double cleansing, exfoliating, doing a mask, and then serums and moisturizer. Now, again, I highly recommend that you see an esthetician so that they're able to analyze your skin. And you can kind of talk to them and share with them your goals, what you're wanting to achieve. Um, once they analyze your skin, they should be able to tell you your skin type and the different conditions that they notice in your skin, and then better recommend some products for you. Try to be consistent. Those five to 10 minutes daily will sometimes seem like a burden, but it will definitely pay off in the long run and when it comes to your health of your skin. And pay attention to the ingredients and products. And just because something worked for somebody else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So keep that in mind. I know oftentimes we're like, oh, what you use? Oh, I'm about to try that. Remember, everybody's skin is different. So you might have to just go through the process of finding what works for your skin. And know so many DIY routines. And we see so much on social media when it comes to skincare and what the different influencers are doing. So I, I get it. It's easy. I, I even will try stuff like, let me just try and see how this line is. But it all comes down to what's going to work best for your skin. Now, a few of my favorite lines of products are um, Glymed, which is a product that you would get from a, a skincare specialist or a licensed esthetician. Um, I also like Dermalogica. You can get their products in Ulta as well um, or from an esthetician. Another drugstore product, I've not personally had the experience with it, but I've heard great things about is La Roche-Posay. Um, and so there are so many other lines now that are in the store as well. So again, pay attention to the ingredients. If you're not sure, look it up. If they have a rep there, question the rep. Um, there are a lot of estheticians who now do virtual consultations or even estheticians who will analyze the products that you've purchased They'll let you send it to them, like send a list of the products and the ingredients, and you kind of tell them what your concern is, and they'll be able to tell you if those products are going to be ideal for taking care of what you're trying to treat. So there's so many options now um, when it comes to our skin health. I just really want to see everybody move away from the mindset that going to an esthetician or taking care of your skin is a luxury. It should be a staple, something that we do daily. Um, and it makes you feel good. When you feel good, when you look good, carry yourself better, you walk with a little bit more of a pep in your step, and you feel a little bit more confident. 
As always, if you've listened to this episode on the podcast or watched on YouTube, feel free to screenshot it and share it on Instagram. Be sure to tag me as well as Brandy. And I'm curious, what are some of your favorite product lines or favorite skincare items? And if you have a skincare routine in place already. Until next time.